Trev and Ben shite-sized chunks. Now, neither you or I are, are wealthy people, Ben, are we? No, unfortunately not. Yeah, we scrabble around picking up every penny we see and adding it to the pile of pennies I keep under my bed. Waiting for this show to hit the big time. That's right, <laughs> yeah. Been waiting a long time. Uh, what's the, uh, what would you say is the most uh, valuable thing or the most frivolous thing you've ever bought? The most valuable thing? Uh, probably a computer. Computer? Yeah. What about car? Oh, my car? No, yeah, my car. But it's kind of a necessity. I suppose, yeah. It's mm. not really frivolous, is it? The fluffy dice I think I once had were a bit of a frivolous purchase. Did you really genuinely have fluffy dice? Briefly. <laughs> what happened to them? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I think they got binned. That's where they belong. <laughs> the thing is, I don't want to turn this just into rich bashing, but I'm furious. Why? Well, because I've come across a thing online uh, called the Rich Kids of London. And they post pictures of themselves doing things that are completely out of our league. And they say some pretty unpleasant things. Really? And I just think, do you know what? If I was if I was rich and I had kids, I would make sure that they don't have any money and they have to go out and earn it themselves. They've got to learn the value of money mm. and not be such fucking horrible <laughs> brats. So, for example, right, they call uh, Primark shoppers peasants. Oh, that's nice. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, I've been to Primark. It's a horrible experience, but it's affordable clothing. <laughs> I don't think it's it's fair to uh, to call them peasants, is it? No, no, I wouldn't have thought. But mind you, I've heard people who shop in Primark calling it Primarni. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a bit like that time my mum went somewhere and was talking about Lidl. And, uh, and the woman said, oh, I don't like the kind of people who go to Lidl. Mm. You know, there's nothing wrong with Lidl. I love Lidl. <laughs> it's a terrific store. So I don't like that. And then they talk about the things that they do with money. Now, I don't know whether they genuinely do this or whether they're just doing it to wind people up. Cleaning their shoes with £50 notes <laughs> after peasants have touched them. Oh. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that's just vile. If you're a 16-year-old girl who's got money to burn and you're sticking out online, I think you're setting yourself up for some pretty fierce comeback. Of course, that would be the ultimate thing to do, literally burn the money. Yes, I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> you know, I think that's dis- disrespectful. Well, yeah, possibly. I mean, the one thing they don't talk about is wiping their ass with the money. Mm. I suppose even that's too much for the rich people. I don't think it's too much for them. I think they'd love to do it. I think Instagram might ban them if they did it. They do, <laughs> yeah. They do apparently wipe their noses with money. Mm. There's a picture of uh, lots of notes stuck in a Kleenex box. And that's what they claim they're doing. Probably but just for the photo, I'd have thought. It's still a bit up your arse, though, isn't it? <laughs> well, no, it's up your nose. It's up your nose, yeah. Uh, handbags uh, that don't have any loose change in it. It's just stuffed full of notes. I think that's rubbing it in. Mm. I, I mean, I don't have a handbag. I'm a man. But I am known as change man because I rarely have notes. Mm. Uh, I have so much change in my pockets that my trousers are dragged down. A lot of people think I'm a trendy youth. Yeah, after about a week of buying new trousers, you sort of look like MC Hammer. I do, yeah. All the gravity pulling down at your pockets. I'll be honest with you, the reason I end up having so much change, I say I don't have notes. I do sometimes have notes, and I would rather pay with a note and get it over and done with, rather than sit there and count out the right money. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. so I become very full of change very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and then it all mounts up, and I'm one of those people that has uh, bags for the one and two Ps. Oh, yeah. And then ultimately you think, well, what the fuck am I going to do with this now? Because <laughs> the banks don't like it, do they? I mean, there was a time when you could take that sort of change to a bank and they'd change it for you. Mm. Now you have to go to one of these uh, change things at Sainsbury's. 
Yeah, and you've got to be careful you don't push the wrong button on those. Really? Yeah, because if you press the wrong button, you end up donating a lot to charity. Oh, you <laughs> yeah, don't want to do that. Yeah. don't want to do that. No. Could be 47p in that bag. <laughs> I broke one of those. What? I broke one of those machines. I took loads of change. I had two full, like, record shoulder bags. Wow. Full of bags full of change. And I went to the store, and I must have spent 10 minutes pouring it all in. And um, it worked. I got my money, you know, when they did my shopping and put it towards the shopping. And as I came out, there was an engineer standing there saying, it's broken, it's not working anymore. Oh, no. I think I did that. You broke the charity machine. I did break the charity I machine. I thought when you said you broke it, you meant you were one of those people that goes and ties chains around it and ties it to a JCB and tries to steal it. No. No? No. <laughs> No, I, people that I, rip ATMs out of the wall. I, I wouldn't know what to do with that. I wouldn't know where to start. I can't drive a JCB. Hmm. I'd probably go the wrong way. I'd reverse it right into my own house. <laughs> It'd be something terrible like that. Um, the other things that I noticed that they, they put on Instagram, and again, this must be the, the most spoiled brat in the world. Somebody has got a car, a nice car, a Porsche, covered in velvet. Oh, dear. Is there any need for that? So you can't buy taste, can you? No. Doesn't velvet kind of... It's not waterproof, is it? Wouldn't you be always getting static shock as well? Probably, mm, yeah. Very uncomfortable. I think that's a shit car. <laughs> Whoever's put that on, that's shit. It's a waste of money. And these are kids. These are sort of, you know, 16, 17, 18-year-olds. Mm. Now, I think um, when the revolution comes, these will be the first to be marched up to the guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not standing for that sort of thing. It's like George Osborne's father, right? Ye- years ago, I remember reading this thing about George Osborne, um, and his father had bought a new sideboard for the house. 19 grand or something. <laughs> what world are you living in where that is what you pay? for? It? No wonder the economy is in such a bad way and people <laughs> are so poor, because they have no idea of money. They go, oh, everyone can afford a sideboard. £19,000 is just pocket change. <laughs> I watched some awful episode of Come Dine With Me recently where one of the blokes in that had... Um, he was a nightclub owner, I think, and he'd installed a £26,000 chandelier. £26,000 chandelier. It was a fucking eyesore as well. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. A lot of stuff that is very, very expensive, I find horrible. Mm. I mean, recently, as you know, we, we mentioned it on the, the chunk a couple of weeks ago, I went to the Tower of London, and there's loads of, of gold stuff there. And there was this huge solid gold punch bowl that weighed something like 1.4 tonnes. I've got to say, it was fucking horrible. Mm. God knows what that would cost. and I just <laughs> wouldn't want it in my house. I mean, as you know, Ben, uh, you've been to my house. I've got taste. Yeah. Uh, I think the most expensive thing I've got in my house is a picture of the space shuttle, which cost me about £106. That's a lot of money for a picture. Well, it was it was a special picture, <laughs> you know, because it reminded me of seeing the shuttle launch. Hmm. You, you know, could have got that on Google, Google Images, couldn't you? I, I could have done, yes. But it's nicely framed. Yes, I'm know? sure it is. I mean, I, that's... that's an inv- I mean, the, the thing is, if anyone rich is listening to us going, £106 for a picture, it's not fucking Rembrandt, is it? <laughs> you know, I'd be spending £20 million on a picture but some of the shit rich people buy I mean you, you love dogs I do have your dogs got collars they do what sort of collars have they got the, where did you get them from uh, PetSmart I think PetSmart the, the so cheapest ones I could afford what about five or each hey, about that yeah like that. so you wouldn't bother with a diamond dog collar no not unless it's <laughs> for my sex dungeon no <laughs> <laughs> And also, um, it's going to cost you uh, $3,200,000. What? $3,200,000 for a diamond dog collar. That's ridiculous. (laughs) 18 carat white gold, platinum, crocodile leather collar. 
I don't think even the Queen puts that sort of thing on her corgis. Three million. Yeah. Wow. But when the dog rolls in cow shit, <laughs> you don't want a three million two hundred thousand dollar necklace covered in cow shit. Do I know. You? Who are you going to take to clean it? <sighs> He's probably got some. They've probably got someone that does that. Yeah, it's probably. a bit like yeah, in the old days when there was someone who uh, wiped uh, the king's ass. Yes, that's right. That's true. And uh, that it was quite a privileged position. Yeah, you know, people would fight over it. I think it was called the groom of the stool. The groom of the stool is was. that what it was called? Yeah, they don't still have that, do they? I hope not. Yeah, no, I'm sure the queen you know, deals bit, with that. A bit more dignity than that. I mean, if you've got a lot of money to waste, you can do you can do shit like buy bits of Elvis's hair. Hmm. Like, I'm very suspicious of people that buy hair and things. How do you ever know, really? I mean, you don't have his body to compare the DNA to anymore. No, well, there, there must be. Uh, there must be. What's the call it? Providence? Is it providence? You've lost providence. Me. What's the word? No, I don't know. Providence. I don't know what the word is. Uh, proof. <laughs> <laughs> there must be proof somewhere that it's his hair. Well, how do you? Do- well, okay, maybe. How much would you pay for Elvis's hair? Uh, well, a going rate apparently is about one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars for a little bit of Elvis's hair. I don't think I'd pay that much. I tell you what, I'd pay a couple of hundred quid for a bit of Elvis's hair. I'd have said twenty five quid to be honest, but twenty five quid. I don't really want it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not offering it to you. <laughs> I'd, the reason I'd have it is because then ultimately I'd hope to be able to clone him. Why? Well, because um, the man that brings Elvis back is going to be a hero, and I want to be that man. I mean, I know nothing about cloning, but it can't be that difficult, can it? Right. And where have you read this about the man who brings Elvis back will be a hero? It's, it's just, uh, it's, a, it's what everyone thinks. It's in your own head. Look, the man who brings Elvis back is going to be a hero. There's no doubt about that. When I clone Elvis and he reaches uh, an age of maturity and he's up there singing all the old classics again, it's going to be a wonderful thing. People will love me. I'll probably get some sort of. Nobel Prize yeah. for science and culture. And <laughs> <laughs> um, what about spending your money on uh, a diamond encrusted uh, computer mouse? Uh, no. 34 grand for that. I get quite cross sometimes if I'm playing games and it all goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd be smashing diamonds everywhere. That's true. I've broken enough uh, keyboards and mice in my time to, to know that I cannot have them jewel encrusted. No. While we're staying on jewels, um, there was a guy in uh, India who commissioned a pure gold shirt for 22 and a half grand. Yeah, how would that work? How would it move? Was he just having to be sat fixed in the same position all day? No, it, it's it's a piece of wearable metal. I suppose it's a bit like chain mail. Oh, like the sort of chain armour stuff yeah. that the, the knights would wear. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's made of pure gold, white velvet, and uh, it's got crystal buttons. How do you wash it? I'd be terrified of washing that. They can't be functioning buttons either, can they? What do you mean they can't be functioning you buttons? You can't button up a gold shirt with diamond buttons you can't do that no i think he's managed all right i I just i I wouldn't want to wear that i'd I'd be terrified of being mugged i mean i do live in croydon Mm. fuck up your washing machine as well wouldn't it well that's what i'm saying and i wouldn't trust my local dry cleaner with it (laughs) i mean my local dry cleaner is good but i wouldn't entrust him with that no uh especially as one day i i went to uh i went to get my coat back from my dry cleaners and i've been using him for a long time and he, he sort of knows me now you know i go in he's like hello and uh, i went to pick my coat up and on the label rather than mr smith rather than my name it just put big guy oh <laughs> well, well thanks for that <laughs> that's what you need isn't yeah, it yeah thanks i thought you know, a bit of respect for the customer i mean what do you put what you else you put in for other people a little shit <laughs> 
um, I don't know, racist fucker. Anno- annoying voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugly woman. Needs what? a wash. <laughs> yeah. Smelly cunt. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, what I'd, I wouldn't mind if he put little messages on, like, uh, remember to take all tissues out of your pocket. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's annoying, isn't it? I mean, imagine if you're washing your gold shirt, you've left some tissue in your pocket, and all that tissue gets encrusted in the gold. Because you can never get it all out. No. I mean, yeah, I, I've washed so many clothes, and you open the wash machine and there it all is tissue over everything fucking hate that you have to wash it all again real first world problem that isn't it it is really um guinea pig armor is this like the like the night's armor i was talking about yeah yeah guinea pig armor you can buy <laughs> little helmet as well now, now we're helmet. talking uh it's it's <laughs> it's 24 grand jesus uh, why is a guinea pig needing armor who is it going to war against <laughs> i don't know that would look really cute though it does look quite cute. Uh, I'll show you a little picture of the hamster oh. in armour. If I was a, you know, if I was a millionaire <laughs> and I had twenty four grand spare, I would definitely buy that. <laughs> Is that something you would do? Yeah. You finally, we finally found your That's your it. tipping point. Well, I'd have to buy two so that I could have two guinea pigs and make them joust. Exactly. What yeah. would they ride? Uh, hmm. Cats, a, a tortoise. Quite a, Tor- quite a slow joust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think you'd ever, it would have to be cats, wouldn't it? Although that might be dangerous. Cats might not be as willing to have a guinea pig ride it. Mm. Uh, sausage dogs. Sausage dogs would be good. There you go. How are you going to train them to joust? Will you stick a a, a lance onto yeah. their paw? I'm not sure you could you could actually train them to hold it. You might just have to stick it onto the side of the sausage dog and angle it okay. up. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm into this, but I want to know the health and safety implications. Yeah. I'm assuming they're soft-tipped lances. Oh, we don't want to hurt anybody. No. Well, no. Mind you, they have got armour on. This is just, Well, yeah. yeah. Well, go, um, we forgot the whole point of this, didn't we? You, you've got to have armour for the dogs now. Uh, well, no, not if you angle the jousts up. Okay. Um, oh, I suppose it could be an accident, I suppose. Yeah. How about how much is sausage dog armour? Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, how big compared with a guinea pig is a sausage dog? What, twice the size? You'd think so. If so, well, double it. About 48 grand. Oh, this is getting expensive. This is like 150,000 now for the set. I reckon you could uh, you could take uh, bets on this, though. Mm. It'd be a great pastime. You know you know when they, they have jousting things at castles, don't they? You could set this up. I could see this being a little... You wouldn't need that much space. Uh, you could get one of the big gambling companies involved. I think people involved in the ethical treatments of animals might be involved as well. <laughs> we're not hurting them. We're in fact... <laughs> no, they're giving, hurting each other. We're, yeah. we're giving them a better life. Our hands are clean. Uh, <laughs> they do a little bit of jousting. There's a, there's, everyone's happy. They go in, they nibble on some seeds or something. They're mm. happy. So we found your... We basically found your thing. Your, your armour for animals. Yes. Also, it, a lovely pun on my name. Ben Armour. Ben Armour. Ben Armour's animal shows. Lovely. Would you have armour on as well? Uh, uh, no, I'd have, I'd, I have some mock armour made up for the advertising campaign. But other than that, I'm not going to waste more money on armour. No, no. Um, I, think, I think I've found my tipping point. Go on. If I had lots of money, I would buy a Martian rock. A Martian rock. A Martian rock has recently been sold for $450,000. That's a lot. It's a lot, but I would love that. But what's the use for it? It's just from Mars, isn't it? That's incredible. Is that it? Yeah. Maybe it'd be an integral bit of kit in your clothing of Elvis. Yeah, and it would go with my space shuttle picture. That's true. I could have a whole space corner. It could pay for itself. It would pay. (laughs) I would love to. uh, I'm obsessed by space. 
So anything from space, I would spend money on. Okay. Yeah, even a bit of moon... I'd love a bit of moon rock. Why can't you buy bits of moon rock? There must be fucking loads of it. Oh, Martian rock's more impressive than moon rock, isn't it? It is. It is more impressive, but there's something about uh, Mars that we, we still don't know. I, what I don't want is to buy a bit of Martian rock and then find little things crawling out of it. Hmm. I could find myself invaded by Martians in my own home. Maybe. <laughs> that's it for Science Science Chunks this week. Uh, don't forget you can get in touch with us anytime on Twitter. At Trev and Ben. And join us for live show every Sunday morning, 9 to 11 on CroydonRadio.com. Trev and Ben's Shite Size Chunks. Chunks.